and now presenting the best show known to man. My name is Silvio Debacci, and this is Born People in Isolation. Welcome to another wonderful episode of Wooing People in Isolation. My name is Silvio Dabachi and this is the draggiest show on sin, where me, the Italian-Australian hunk of the northern suburbs, is able to come into this radio station in order to keep you cool, calm and collected during this time of isolation. Coming up on today's shows, I answer some questions, such as why am I so sexy and what to do when you finish your last book and you want another book to read? That's a good question. I will answer it shortly. As well as I interview the fabulous Alf Alpha who does some amazing drag work as well as incorporating a bit of circus into their performances. They're really fantastic. They're here from Melbourne. You know, what else can I say? And we also look at Netflix and Chill Time with me, Silvio Debacci, where I talk about the show that everybody seems to be talking about, normal people, as well as my all-time favourite, Golden Girls. And another segment that I need to talk about is story time. Instead of talking about my love life, or perhaps even talking about the fact that European clubs kind of suck, I'm going to talk to you about working in this time of isolation. So we're going to go into the first segment, which is Silvio's Wholesome Advice Time. It's time to sit back, relax and enjoy the ride. This is Silvio Debachi with Wholesome Advice. The first advice that I'm going to be giving is, Dear Silvio, I have just finished my favourite book to read during this time of isolation. And I want something else to read. The only problem is I don't really know how to get it. Sincerely, person who reads books. Well, that's a really good question. I've actually been reading a lot of books recently and I know the feeling. Sure, you can go out and buy some books, get them delivered to your house, you know, those sort of things. But those are not necessarily cost effective. Not everyone has the money to do that. So what I would suggest to you is maybe look at some local libraries. You might be thinking, but Silvio, those libraries are closed in this period of time. And I would say to you, that's what I thought. But actually, you can do a lot online still, even though it's closed. You can do things like audiobooks or online e-books and such. You can look at some free apps that they have where you can kind of look at different books to read. So there's actually a lot to do. But in case you don't want to do that, what I would suggest is also look at your school or perhaps even your university. If you look up certain things like magazines or other things that you might want to read, who knows, maybe they have a subscription so you can go and read those things. So there's actually a few things you can do online, but if you don't want to, There's also other moments in which you're able to perhaps get it delivered to you so you can have a print copy. You know, there are some really cool different things to do in that case. Or if you're really 
not wanting to do any of that, maybe get the person living with you to write you a story and then you can read it. Or you could write your own story. I always thought that the best stories are the ones you want to read. So if you can write the story you want to read, then that's a pretty good you know, deal for you. You know, congratulations. Not only have you become an author, you've also become your biggest fan. And I always like being my biggest fan. Yeah, so that is what I say to you. There's um, a few options you have after you finish your favorite book to read. I know it's very sad, but you have to deal with it. The next question is, Dear Silvio, you're very handsome. How did you get that way? Well, what I would suggest to you is that all of us are handsome in our own ways. And it's not really advice that I'm giving you, more to just be good to yourself. You know, see yourself as, you know, 10 out of 10, good kid, good kid. You know, in that sense, I think that everyone can just needs to be more positive to themselves in this time of isolation. The key to being a bit sexy, I guess, is to feel like you're pretty sexy. If you can do that for yourself, then you should be pretty good. I think that the biggest things that made me sexy is just being able to be a good person. Really talk to people, respect people, look after one another. And that's what I would suggest to you if you're trying to be sexy. Sure, anyone can get muscles. Anyone can try in that regard. And if you want to do that, do that. But that's not necessarily sexiness. That's just getting muscles. So do what you want. Do what you may. You're sexy any case, as long as you believe so. Hashtag self-love. That was... You Got Left Behind by Jaguar Jones. You're listening to Wooing People in a Time of Isolation on Sin. So we're going to go into our next segment. This is Netflix and Chill with Silvio. Ah, yes, Netflix and Chill with Silvio. It turns out that most of the shows that I've actually been talking about aren't even on Netflix. But, you know, it's in a name. It has other meanings. Netflix has another meaning, chill has another meaning, and I'm looking forward to spending this time to Netflix and chill with you. So we're going to talk about the first show, This Is Normal People, the show with two Irish people falling in love, talking this, that, the other. I just want to say outright, half of the things that happen in this show can be solved with just communication. These two people keep saying, oh, this, oh, that, oh, this, oh, that. Oh, don't tell this person. Oh, don't tell that person. And I get that that might be the point. But gosh, I just want to talk to them and say, can you just talk to each other about what you want and then we can really get through it? It's ridiculous. And I had the idea that this is perpetuation with just because you're shy And because you're good with grades, that means that you're a brilliant person? No, it does not, necessarily. Just because you have good grades doesn't mean you're the smartest person alive. Some people that get good grades aren't necessarily very smart in other ways, such as communication, which this guy is clearly not very good at. I think that it's weird that also people say that this is a good perpetuation of relationships because they clearly have like a good intimate relationship 
but I think that that is a bit of a lie because part of having a good relationship is being able to communicate with each other. And you might be like, Silvio, don't you think that the reason that there is a plot to begin with is their lack of communication? And I say, sure, but don't make the show be praised about this kind of intimacy. Also, just because there is awkward moments and stuff doesn't mean that it's necessarily bad. This kind of perpetuation that sex has to be this kind of angel godsend of a thing just seems a bit ridiculous to me. I think that we should be talking about intimate relationships, but we don't have to go on to this high horse of, oh, I'm two Irish people who are very deep and talking about philosophy and stuff, and now we're in university. <sighs> it's stupid, okay? But other than that, it's a pretty good show, I actually gotta lie. I won't lie. I won't lie. I've been talking to people about it, and I think that I get different things, different things, I mean, from it. I think that is a show that I will continue watching, even though I don't necessarily like it. Like other shows, like Riverdale and stuff. I think that I'm gonna kinda keep going at it, because... I mean, I'm in isolation, so I can be bored and I can watch shows even though I keep yelling at the characters about it. So that's me talking about, you know, normal people. It just seems like the show should be called just people, not normal, because I don't know why they're associated with these two characters, but okay. And also, what is normal? I don't want to go too far into that, but the idea of being normal is something that's very strange. Maybe it could be a commentary on the fact that both of them try to fit in, but they never do so. You know, they tried to be normal, but then they never are so. Who knows? I don't really care enough to give it the in-depth analysis that it might want. But it doesn't deserve. Anyway, we're going to talk about the next show. It's my favourite show. It's The Golden Girls. It is the funniest show ever. I don't understand why people don't under like it. And a lot of men kind of watch the show and they say hey i watch it all the time with my grandma it's hilarious why do they always have to use the excuse of watching with an older woman can't you just admit to yourself that it's a funny show and you could watch it by yourself it's a show that talks about relationships friendship and it has this comedy that was subversive even at that time it has a beautiful star cast and i find it hilarious that betty white was playing an older woman at that period of time and she's still alive to this day it's like that's how old you are it's crazy anyway it's it was a really sweet you know show that i watched and i watched this particular episode that talks about alzheimer's and this beautiful friendship relationship that these two people had and it was just so nice because you don't even see kind of conversations about that to this day and it just felt so fresh and so lovely especially for the 80s so i'd highly recommend anyone to watch that particularly as it talks about all these people kind of becoming together as friends and sharing cheesecake and stuff and i always think that i would love to be as funny as those people on tv you know be arthur Betty White, all those people. And I love playing the game of who are you? 
Everyone says that I'm a bit of a Blanche de Bois. Well, after all this talk about friendship, I think it's time to bring on our interview for today's show. This is an interview with the amazing Alf Alpha. What up, sexy people? My name is Silvio Debachi, and we're here talking to Alf Alpha. Hello, it's good to be here. So, you do drag, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do do drag. I've been doing drag for about, oh, it'll be a year in August. So, what are we in now, May? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We right are. About <laughs> months. Yeah. So, yeah, how did you get into it? Um, I got into drag through a company called Kong's Kings, which is based in Melbourne, and they are fantastic. Um, I saw one of their advertisements on, Mel- uh, on Facebook, not on Melbourne, on Facebook um, for New Kong's, which is an open stage that they host um, or used to host bi-monthly, I think. Mm. Um, and so you just put your name down, gave them your email address and they'd contact you um, if you got a spot or not, and I did. And I, I did drag for the first time there and I ran into um, a drag performer called Grendel and they literally grabbed me off the stage after my first performance and was like, you have potential, you should do drag like more. And I went, oh, okay, cool. That's, that's exciting. That's new. That's, and they kind of took me aside and they showed me the ropes and they like told me how to um, perform at places like Molly's Bar and Diner. And then once I did my first baby drag, it kind of kicked off from there. Wow, that's really cool. I really appreciate how, how much of a community there is out there, you know? Absolutely. And especially I think the King community is really close because there's um, not a lot of us. There's, there's quite, a, quite a small number in Melbourne. Um, so we tend to help each other out as much as we can, which is really, really awesome. Yeah. Um, what do you think is the biggest thing that has been difficult in this time um, for you, particularly when it comes to performing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, <laughs> Where could do talk, you start? I could talk about this for hours. It's so – I think that what peop, a lot of people need to understand is that it's such a big – well, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that everybody's aware that's a massive change that's happening in the world right now. But I think in terms of content um, – with a performance perspective, I'll try and not be too much of a Debbie Downer here, but um, it's, it's, cool. it's, it's cool. You can do that if you want. <laughs> it's a lot more work than, than people expect. You know, it's, it's, it's extremely different, especially for um, like live performance people. I have a perform a, a background in live performance doing circus before I did drag. And wow. um, that's like what so- I've, <laughs> That's what I've done, you know, kind of in my creative life, I guess. And then coming from that and and having kind of a brain, a creative brain for knowing how to do things with an audience and knowing how to be on stage and Mm. kind of work with the space around you to then having to not only create and choreograph a routine or an act, but then also film it yourself, edit it yourself um, and change the way that you you think about your performance for a way that it's going to work for an online um audience and then not only that but then 
with the rewarding factor of drag for me personally, when I go up on stage, that reward factor is almost immediate because you have the audience there and they're telling you that you're doing a good job. They're clapping, they're cheering. You can gauge their, you know, um, their response really well. But then online, the only way to do that is through, oh, I'm sorry about my dog. Oh, it's um, okay. I like dogs. <laughs> that's, that's, um, that's sausage sprout and she's a bitch. Drag, a drag pronouns, he, him, and then out of drag pronouns is just dog slash demon. Um, <laughs> um, but anyway, when, when the only way to kind of gauge your reaction is through the comments and through the likes, and then that can be, of course, a super unhealthy way to kind of, you know, use social media and it's just like not a good, it's not a good time, it's not good for, you know, your self-esteem at all. Um, So I think that's really difficult learning not only how to change the way that I create art, but then also change the way that I kind of get a reward out of it in a way, you know, like, okay, how can, of course I enjoy what I do, but then a lot of that comes from, you know, knowing that other people enjoy what I do. So I need to figure out how I can, you know, continue to healthily do what I do but not rely on social media to give me that like satisfaction and and kind of you know endorphin factor if that makes sense I totally get you for example a lot of people are making podcasts these days and then I'm Mm. like wow I, I think that maybe I wasn't very influential in my choice of making a podcast in this period of time but totally I think that what makes it special is that kind of idea of, you know, everybody has a unique perspective and yes. I, I'm sure that, you know, you creating these performances and finding new ways of, you know, interacting with one another, you kind of mm. try through trial and error ways of kind of making that similar feeling. Do you get what I'm yeah. saying? I do. I do understand what you're saying. It's a good kind of time to reflect and take a step back and um, just, you know, admire the community from a different way or a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another question that I wanted to ask you, if you're okay with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So a question I wanted to ask is maybe some advice you give to people maybe starting out or wanting to start out within drag and haven't been able to necessarily go to the clubs or the certain places to sign up and try new. Totally. Um, Well, now is for for new performers, it's a double-edged sword, of course, but it's also a great opportunity to really delve into the performance side of drag. I talk to a lot of younger kings about, you know, their interest in drag. And a lot of the, a lot of the things I get um, said to me is, oh, I'm really, I really want to do drag and I'm really interested in it, but I'm so scared of performing and I'm so scared of getting up on stage and, and just going for it. And so now you're in the comfort of your own home. You're in your living room. You're in your bedroom. And you can just perform and you can do it in a space that you're totally comfortable with. You, you won't have an audience in front of you because for some, of, some people that's really intimidating. Um, so you don't have that in an online um, setting. You've got none of that. So there's absolutely no pressure 
Um, and it is, it's not a lot of the time. It, it doesn't have to be live. You can edit it if you want to. You can look back at it um, and go, oh, wow, okay, I think I can do that better or I think I can do that again. Um, and the other thing is all of the clubs that are now putting on live shows won't have age restrictions because the venue, like it's not in the licensed venue. They're not selling drinks. There's no, you know, there's wow, nothing I like that. I never even so, thought of that. Yeah. So things like Pride of Our Footscray and I even know that Molly's is doing things on, on their drag roulette. Um, and, um, there's a couple of others, um, uh, Kong's Kings as well. I'm sure that they have, um, more things coming up soon as well. Um, you can just apply, just do it. And the good thing about that is once the places open up, if you're 17 or 16, um, and the places open up again, by the time they open up, you might be 18 and you'll already have a record. You'll already have an in with that, um, bar or club or whatever because you go oh I did your live show you know back in 2020 you know it was really great and they will go oh yeah yeah I remember you you know you did a really great submission to this competition or whatever 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 it is but it's a great way to get into um to like get in with businesses and in with clubs um when you're like not allowed to perform inside the club um, so I would definitely recommend if you're you're underage and you're looking at doing um, more drag and you're that's that's an issue for you to just take the time now to do it and do as much stuff as you can. Those are really cool ideas that you're bringing up, and I never even thought of those things. So you know, cheers for that. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Cheers. Um, my last question, yep. very important. My last question is. Yes. How are you spending this time of isolation in general? Oh, gosh. Well, um, being a sprout myself, I've been spending lots of time in the garden. I have been really into, I've got this great, well, my, I live with my parents. <laughs> oh, twinsies. Um, <laughs> yes. I've been really happy Not with my pizza making skills. I'm literally oh. making pizza tonight. Oh, amazing. What are you having on your pizza? Who knows? Anything in the fridge or anything like that, I think. Amazing. Um, but we've got this great mulberry bush in the front of our house and I'm able to just like have fresh berries whenever I want. And we've got tomatoes in the backyard and I can just have tomatoes whenever I want. And it's great. It's so great. I don't need to hoard the supermarkets for food or anything i've just got my own fresh supply right in my backyard and it's absolutely fantastic amazing well thanks for chatting with me thank you so much hey silvio yeah ask me ask me what uh shows i have coming up oh yeah that's pretty good question what shows do you have coming up oh i'm so glad you asked i have um cirque de moxie coming up which is a all new online drag live stream show um, that is hosted by the one and only drag performer Moxie Delight. So follow them on Instagram and check out check out their check out their stuff. It's absolutely fantastic. And I think I'm performing. I'm performing at the end I of think. May. Let me just quickly double check the uh, the dates here. That's okay. I can do a beautiful <laughs> beatboxing while you 
Oh, you please, know, please. Get it up. Fill, fill in the time for me. Fill in the time. Yo, yo, my name is Silvio. I am a coolio. I do some things like rapping in radio. My name is it's all right, Silvio. It's all right. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. Sometimes people <laughs> ask me who I am and I ask them why do they ask me that because it oh, doesn't Okay, make I can't no find sense. it. It doesn't matter. It's all okay, right. It's all okay. right. We'll, we'll just we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on. It's it's going to be really great. Just follow the uh, the Cirque de Moxie Instagram page and you'll be able to find the dates. I'm so disorganized. I'm, I'm terribly sorry. That's okay. <laughs> That's me half the um, time on this show. I will I will most definitely promote it on my Instagram as well at the alfalfa. Um, that's spelled A-L-F-A-L-P-H-A. Um, and yeah. No Come worries. On. It'll be a good time. Tip your performers. <laughs> well, thanks for chatting to me. Probably one of the greenest drag performers in Melbourne. Thank you. Thank you. No worries. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Have a good me. one. Now we're going to go into the last segment of the show. This is story time. Get your groovy pants on. It's time for me to freaking woo you. It's story time with me, Sylvia Tabachi. Time for a groovy story time. The time where me, Sylvia Tabachi, tells you a bit about my life. Well, I don't know if you don't know this, but me and Matteo are actually best friends. And this best friend did me a solid and gave me some job in this time of isolation. That's what's really good about having best friends. They can do some really good things for you. So basically, my job in this period of time was to freaking woo people through a call center in my own house. So I picked up phones, you know, said hello to a few people. It was very fun at first. As you can see, it's, it's been a bit hectic on my end. I now understand what talkback radio stations have to deal with. All these people coming in, complaining, complaining, complaining. Now, I don't know if you know this, but we had to use our own phone numbers. And I didn't want to use my mobile because just in case Gloria wanted to call me while my work was going on, I wanted to make sure that I could pick up for her. So I said to them that I had only a home phone. It was a very big mistake because now all these people are calling up for all this support, you know, customer service and such. And my mother, she's so mad at me because now she has no way of talking to people on the phone. And it was very embarrassing because I didn't realize that she used the phone so much. And she was so mad at me. But then I got the greatest idea in the world. I thought, hang on, maybe I can get my own mother to be the person taking the calls. And then I can profit off this. So, without further ado, I said to my mum, Hey mum, want to make a quick buck? Maybe we can get in cahoots with this. The only problem was that my boss actually got a complaint from someone that had my mother's name. And the boss was like, we don't have anyone on our payroll with that name. And I thought, oh, sweet. If, if they don't have anyone on the payroll, then nobody gets hurt. They will be like, what a weird person, calling in and complaining. 
But then they came and checked on all of us to make sure that we were calling. You know, they called up each and every phone to make sure that that was a thing. And the phone that I had, my mother picked up on, was like, pronto, you know, saying things like that. And it was clear that I was not going to keep that job. Nevertheless, it's really cool to have a best friend to score a job. It was probably my own fault for making my mother pick up all the calls and for us to be in cahoots with each other. Maybe it wasn't the wisest idea. But I'm looking forward to maybe trying out some new jobs that I could do during the time of isolation. Maybe helping out with groceries for my neighbours. Maybe doing this or that. You know, as I go. Maybe I'll start doing some videos online. Getting some extra bucks. You know, doing push-ups and such. And teaching other people how to do push-ups. Do you think people would pay for that? I wonder, does anyone know what people would pay for, you know, in this time of isolation? You know, how can I make a quick buck? Because the call centre did not end very well. Anyway, if anyone has any ideas, check out my Instagram and Facebook page, at Silvio DeBacci, you know, at Silvio DeBacci. Now we're going to go into my favourite segment, or my last thing, is the Lip Sync Song of the Week. Each week, I basically go and tell people, hey, this is a pretty good song to lip sync to. So, this week's lip song, sync song of the week is I'm Every Woman by Shaka Khan. You're listening to Wooing People in Isolation on Sin. So, as we draw this episode to a close, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, for sending me advice, and also to suggesting me to watch certain TV shows. I find it quite funny though, a lot of the shows people have been suggesting are shows that I already watch. I think it's because I'm a sucker for romantic comedies. It's interesting, sometimes I relate to the leads, but often I kind of find myself getting frustrated at them, like I was kind of talking about with normal people. Half of the things that happen in romantic comedies are things that shouldn't you know you can just sort that out by communicating with the other person you know people shouldn't kind of assume that people won't get it people won't get what you feel if you don't tell them how else are they gonna know so anyway i want to dedicate this kind of last track to someone who is really special in my life even though we're on and off again she's still really sexy and really brilliant and really beautiful She's my ex-girlfriend, Gloria. Gloria, if you're listening to this, I just want to say I love you and this song is dedicated to you. A lot of people don't know this, but Gloria is actually a song written by an Italian man, Umberto Tozzi. He was the person who originally sung that song that was like, Gloria, everyone doesn't realize that. It's a really good song. Everyone just assumes it's this random, like, Anglo person who's a woman. But no, it's not. But that's cool, you know? I really like that cover too. But sometimes I want to go back to my Italian roots. To all of you listening to this as a podcast, unfortunately, you can't listen to it with me. But do appreciate the fact that I'm talking about it and you should look it up yourselves. So, here we go. Last song. Goodbye, everybody. I'm not going to say goodbye anymore. This is the last song. Goodbye, 
And if you're listening to the podcast, you just end without any song. I'm sorry about that. This is Gloria by Umberto Tozzi. You're listening to Mooring People in Isolation. Love you, everyone. Love you lots. And this is a song that I hope will take you back, Gloria. I love you.